Hello, and welcome to another episode of Forgotten Cello Music, coming to you from the channel of Traveling Cello. Hi, I'm Aaron. On today's episode, August Nulks, Opus 24, 10 Etudes. August Nulk is not part of the book that I am currently delving into, where a 1903 German publication from Hamburg solicited short one-page biographical sketches of um, over a hundred cellists living at that time. Unfortunately, he didn't make the cut. However, uh, he wrote a lot of cello music, and a lot of it is for the beginner through to the lower intermediate, and some of it to the upper intermediate levels. Um, these Opus 24 etudes, all ten of them lie solidly in the lower intermediate. These etudes, I think that all these ten etudes offer quite an intriguing and interesting, uh, I guess, point of view on sound, technique, and music. I think they're quite musical. They're, they're nice little pieces. These are mostly one-page etudes, uh, very well crafted. I think he probably spent quite a bit of time making sure they were crafted to be uh, musical so that there was a high point at the mm, the golden what is it called the two-thirds uh, way point so these etudes for example number one it is at the point at the tip uh, spicat not spicato but oh, marcato not quite martelet Number two is in 6-8, very nice arpeggio ideas. They're not just straight arpeggios, but he, he stylizes the arpeggios and, and makes different turns and jumps. Number three is the first one with any flats in it, and it it's a it's a dum ba ba bum ba ba bum, kind of like a a marshalling type of rhythm, and I, I, almost elegant, with some fantastic surprises. And I say that because the surprises that he puts on the player are actually kind of pleasing. Once you figure out how to get around them, how to play through them effectively, they're quite nice. It's They're a little bit unusual, but I enjoyed them once I figured them out. And actually, I wasn't upset by them. 
I feel that every time Nook throws a surprise at me, I, I'm more intrigued than I am mystified or, or frustrated. His style seems to be quite unique. Number four is a jumping octave etude. And there's only a couple of places where he goes to the fourth position and a couple where he's in lower second position. Other than that, it's, it's a fantastic practice in octaves. Really cool stuff. And this one, you definitely want a jumping bow like a, like a spiccato. Number five, slurs in nine eight with a trill on the third beat every time, and a I, what's it called a Nachschlag, that those those uh, grace notes at the end after a trill, the whole thing, every single measure, six eighth notes slurred together with one dotted quarter trill and the two final grace notes. And uh, trilling has never been a, a thing that I'm, I'm super fleissig in or really smooth uh, at. So it's, it's a challenge even at the lower levels like this. Number six. This is an exciting little piece. This etude is, is an allegro and it's in common time starting on the fourth beat 16th notes the whole way through it is always two slurred two separate two slurred two separate two slurred two separate and he throws some serious surprises at you and makes a what looks to be a lower intermediate piece just in those places um, there's probably six or seven of those feel like it is an upper intermediate piece and and virtuosic in a way too just because of the jumps and the string crossings he demands and then comes the only melodic etude wonderful piece i can I can actually imagine an accompaniment, either a second cello or a piano part to accompany this melodic etude. Really beautiful stuff. It's in 6-8. It's kind of like, uh, I, I kind of feel like it's almost a country-ish, a slower country-ish dance. It's an F major. Lots of rising and falling. Um, and he throws in some triplicated 16th notes that just rise up and float away. Number eight is Am Frosch Hüpfend and I believe that's tra translated Hüpfend is like a hopping 
I don't know, I kind of almost imagine a frog, but hopefully not that wet or clumsy. <laughs> and at the frog, so it is, it's a lot of work to keep it at the frog and jumping the whole time through. It's luckily just one page, but there's sufficient number of uh, arpeggios that cross strings often enough to make it uh, a bit cumbersome. So it's really great. It's a great workout for your frog playing. Then etude number nine runs, 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 two pages of runs, runs galore. So keep uh, it's it's kind of like a really nice practice pre preparation for you know if you're thinking way down the road for the Elgar cello concerto second movement something like that or I can imagine a student doing this etude relatively in similar a similar time frame with that uh, Daniel Fengon's uh, scherzo you know maybe this is a kind of a prep etude for that scared so uh, then finally etude number 10 just sweeping arpeggios across all four strings slurred of course and um, the whole way through but again I mean every single piece uh, that offers something intriguing something interesting something surprising and it's it's worth your time to learn any or all of them go to imslp look up august look so august in english a-u-g-u-s-t and look is n-o-l-c-k and the o has the two dots or the umlaut over it and of course, he's a German cellist, composer. Opus 24, 10 etudes. Go out and play more cello music that's been forgotten. It's worth your time. I really do encourage everyone to go play more forgotten cello music. Have a good day. Auf Wiedersehen. See you next time.